Joe, I'm, I'm seeing Napalm Death tomorrow. Nice. Where are they playing? The Chevy Creek Brewing. Whoa, cool. Napalm. That's going to be sick. Yeah, with uh, Municipal Waste. Oh, that's that's dope. That's a good combo. Yeah. And Sick of It All. Wow. That's a weird, a weird combo. Yeah, how did they get squeezed onto that? I don't know. But it should be cool. I like all They're like classic hardcore, right? Fran, did you would you like see them in New oh, Jersey? Yeah. I saw them a ton, man. I saw them in I saw them in, that's the band that got electrocuted to sit too. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. Yeah, man. Sick of it all have been around forever. Pete and Lou. They're uh, like legends of New York hardcore. That's sick. Um I saw I saw Napalm Death with the Melvins and Melt Banana. Melt that was Banana. a fucking lineup. Dude, that was great. Melt Banana. Probably one of my favorite bands. They are something yeah, they're unique and special. Well, that sounds like a rad show, Jeff. Yeah, it should be yeah. fun. It's going to be a two-hour drive. <laughs> I really like Municipal Waste's like, very like tight, clean, precise brand of thrash. Yeah, I like it. It's um, it's like goofy. They've got pro- arguably the best merch of any band going. Real colorful shit. Yeah. This is how we turn your boring party into art. Yeah, and I love, they, I love like they're in like this super group, this like thrash super group called Iron Reagan. You should definitely check them out. And they got songs like "Fuck the Neighbors," just like "Fuck the Neighbors." You know, we're gonna play thrash music at four in the morning. <laughs> uh, highly, highly, big, big time reco from us to you guys. That's Where cool. is it? In a, a brewery? Yeah, in the Chemney Creek. It's like it's not in. You sure it's not in the creek? Uh, I mean, that would I was be, just gonna that would be walk. Dope. I saw me. Yeah, I was gonna, they were in a creek somewhere. Walk aimlessly in a creek until I find it. The creek, you know, going down to the creek. <laughs> well, creek, you know, it's generous. It was actually more like an open sewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, there was one of those like kind of like runoff open sewers behind like my friend's house when we were growing up. Um, and I remember one time this, this weird kid in his neighborhood was back there just like drinking the water. <laughs> um, and the point of this is that several years later, I wound up playing Dungeons and Dragons with that kid. <laughs> and back in like the early 90s, man, if you wanted to play D&D, that's who you had to play with. That, that fucking kid. <laughs> the kid drank shit water. Yeah, who was just like, he's like, it's fine. It goes through like a purifier. And we we're like, nah, man, that's like fucking garbage water. Why are you drinking that? That's the water that the sewer rejected. Like, <laughs> he was a fighter years later. Really? I think so. Like, Who did he fight? No, like in D&D. Uh, he was a fighter. <laughs> oh. I thought you meant he was like a boxer. No, I don't think he uh, was he much of a fighter. Not really. There was a different guy in his crew where if you were roll, if you were fighting his crew, you'd fight that other dude. Oh, I mean, every crew's got one, I guess. Yeah, every, you know, the big dude who's quick to throw down. Yeah, you gotta have. You don't get to have a crew if you don't have that guy. You get absorbed by a different crew. Yeah, I guess so. It's the way it rolls. Law of the jungle. We were talking about the X Men before we started recording, and like, I would love to see like a real life, not a real life, but like an X Men where everyone has like real shitty powers. You know, like someone's nails, fingernails, just cannot stop growing. Just like real fast, just like does that even count as a power at that point? I don't know. I mean, it's definitely. I think mutation. it's just like yeah, it's definitely. A weird, I mean, that's a weird basically uh, marrow, right? Kind of. She does. I mean, she grows like bones real fast and can use them as yeah. weapons, which is pretty cool. The weakest part, Angel. I mean, like he could fly, which is rad, but like he needs wings to do it. And it's, like since him, like nine hundred people can just fly. Like it's just like in addition to doing other things, like I fly without I fly. wings. Yeah, yeah without wings. I can also like shoot nuclear bombs and control the weather and fly. Yeah, he he definitely benefited from what uh, Apocalypse did to him. I like the metal wings, man. Aesthetically, it was always real cool. He was so cool looking. Yeah, it gave him like a hard edge. And he, he had that like fucking neon, like pink and blue body. It was, mm-hmm. uh, I loved it. It's true. Mm. Well, Jeff, you know, actually the comic <laughs> I'm reading lately is kind of what you're describing a little bit is the point of it. It's the Doom Patrol. Oh yeah, and that's like all their powers are like ruin their lives. Like, like I don't know. One person, you know, has like a uh, multiple personality disorder, and it's and it's really troubling. And all the different personalities have uh, different powers, but 
Would you, you know, take that? Would you take that trade? Are they good? Pa- are they good powers? Yeah, they are. Like she ends up being the one that like gets him out of trouble most of the time. I mean, that's pretty because... rad to have like a real awesome power. But to have like um, not so much control over who you are, changing constantly. I mean, is not having powers any guarantee that you'll have control over who you are? I mean, you could struggle with the same issues and not have powers. I'm going to take the powers. If the choice is multiple personality disorder versus multiple <laughs> personality disorder with superpowers, I, and yet I'll take the second yeah, one. Yeah, we were doing like a real shitty would you rather. Uh, <laughs> would you rather have uh, would you disease? rather have superpowers as a disease or just a disease? <laughs> <laughs> now think hard. Think hard. No, I'm just saying that like uh there's no guarantee if you don't have powers that everything is going to be fine with your life anyway. It's not like you're playing safe necessarily. Like life can be rough, man. It can be a brutal yeah. place. You might as well have some fucking powers. Yeah, think about all the people out there without superpowers. Think and then think of all the people you know with superpowers and how happy they are relatively. You know? Yeah. I definitely went through a phase in my life where I was like really bugged out that people had telepathy. And it like really fucking freaked me out that people could be like reading my mind at any moment. Like it was a, leg- a legitimate concern that I carried with me. That's interesting. Yeah. What period of your life was that in? Like college, you? high school, college. That's interesting. And, you know, I think it's, it's a point in your life where you're, I don't know, like your brain is like doing all sorts of shit. Like I was definitely like thinking about a lot of stuff and encountering new things and probably having a lot of weird thoughts. And I think I was just like super fucking paranoid that someone could like get into them and they would like know who you really are. Okay. I, and I have, I have a very similar thought as an adult friend, like as a, as a full grown adult, like sometimes I'll be walking down the street and I'll be thinking, you know, my thoughts as as you're wont to do and i'll be like god i hope this person next to me cannot read minds like totally just i'll have this thought like totally but do you think that what are the chances you think they could like i went to this period where i was like i know it's unlikely but i'm not ruling it out and now i'm still like now it's more like i'm glad this person can't like i'm pretty convinced that no one has telepathy and even if they did like I'm so inconsequential that they wouldn't be fucking... They'd be onto way bigger fish, fish than me. Like, I sure. think it's very unlikely that someone's poking around in my brain. That's actually like, a good point. They? That if you could read thoughts, you would have, like... You, the scope of your life would be so much bigger, right? Like, you could do literally anything you want. If like, you, if, if, we, if someone that. could do that, they would be a very significant person in the world. Yeah. Maybe, maybe all celebrities can read thoughts. Maybe. No, it's someone. It Carmen Electric no, can read your thoughts. <laughs> that would be weird if there was one person who could do it. And it's like, it's that. Maybe it's Oprah. I was going to say, maybe it's like someone like, like Ryan Seacrest or something. Like that would kind of. Yeah. yeah, like that would kind of make sense in a way. Maybe, that, maybe that's why Howard Stern is so good at like um, poking at people's like insecurities or perversions like, or whatever. He can like, yeah zoned in on what uh your thing is seeing what's bouncing around in your head and then you know kind of find a roundabout way to get you to pull it out rather than him he's the best man all-time best interviewer but i guess i was so curious friend because like um you know it sounds like it was pretty serious and like maybe even got to the level of like almost being like an intrusive thought like interrupting like no definitely it was definitely like an intrusive like all right this is like I knew, you know, there's a level where you know it's not real, but when you can't entirely convince yourself and shake it, it's fucking weird. I was like, man, fucking people can read minds. Like all through my my teenage years and into like young adulthood, like I really struggled with like intrusive thoughts that were kind of similar, but around like Catholicism and going to hell and stuff. I don't really feel like talking about it in depth or in detail because it's pretty embarrassing, honestly. But um but uh, that just reminded me of it. And like, um, it seems like a similar sort of motivation where yeah. like, you're like hiding. You're hiding. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're like um, concerned that like um, something is like sinful or wrong about what's in your head and people are going to know about it. Somebody's going to know whether yeah. that's God or the people around you or whatever. I mean, God has telepathy. Definitely. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Well, he used to. He used to. Now he's fucking dead. Yeah, thank God he's not real. So there's, <laughs> not, there's nothing to worry about. Dodge oh, that man. bullet. He's got it, though. It's just he's not real. Yeah. I, but yeah, I wonder if that was a a, a Catholic thing that you sci-fied up in a cool way. Maybe. It could have been. I mean, at that point, I mean, if we're talking about like ladder high school, I hadn't gone. I mean, I left Catholic school when I was in third grade and had mm-hmm. a, a tumultuous relationship in some ways with the church. Um, if we weren't, then I, I think I may have told you guys this story. This is one I will not tell on air. Um, but. Well, we are on air, so maybe save it later. <laughs> no, yeah, so I'm, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah, sure. I, I, I feel like I may have told you guys at some other point. This Is this live? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Hello to all our listeners out there. You can call in. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Could have been uh, some deep seated Catholic stuff going on. Who knows? Then, yeah, then being back at the Catholic college. So, anyway, I'm glad no one has telepathy, I guess is the point of all this. If you have yeah. telepathy, send us a We would love to have you on the podcast. I don't want to know. <laughs> stay out of Fran's life. If you have yeah. telepathy, stay out of Fran's head and stay out of his life. It's true. And don't apologize to him if you read his mind. He doesn't even want to know. <laughs> no, it's not It's not that interesting in there. It's probably no weirder than anyone else's, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, you would probably realize how pedantic and just like the same everyone is if you could read minds. That would be really disappointing if you like can read minds and you go around and you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Everyone is just so boring. Like, there's nothing cool. Well, gentlemen, Carl, Kurt, you guys just left your meat. It all went down with Marshawn. Uh, Carl, are you a vampire? Are you a vampire hunter? <laughs> that's <was> disrespectful <laughs> i mean as you're you're going down broad street heading back you know heading to whatever it is you're going to go to it's late at night you were there for the meet i don't know maybe 20 minutes or so you certainly waited till well into the evening to meet up with them you left behind the four young mummers with their delaware license plates um you told them that they needed to wait there for a minute. And they, they said they would. They seemed uh, unsure of it. You know, they went there thinking there was going to be some action. They were providing some backup. And that's not really how it went how it went down. But these are, I think, the thoughts maybe into your head a little bit, Carl. Who am I hunting? What's it all mean? Well, you know, you know, my mother, my mother was big in the public service. And... You know, it's just got to be about the greater good sometimes. Now, if a if a vampire wants to have his little sect up in North Philadelphia, you know, be a community builder versus uh, a sect of evil evil mummer wizards slowly poisoning the city, I got to go with the, the the small vampire. You know, you can't destroy a whole city. Well, who am I? What do I even stand for if I let that happen? If you think about it, the mummers are the real vampires sucking the life out of Philadelphia. That's true. There's garbage everywhere. It's horrible out there. There is. Actually, actually, as you guys are going down Broad Street, heading back south to wherever it is you're headed next, you do pass everyone's favorite graffiti, Boner Forever. Hey. However, it's been altered a little. That, it, actually, would... it, it says Malbuzz Forever. Oh, my God. Big bubble letters, green, red, sloppy. It's not just like roller like it was before. Going down the side now, buzz forever. Um, do I do I still have these like thoughts echoing in my head about wanting to kill Marshawn Jackson? No, it's kind of subsided since you've left his presence. More than anything, it's resonating with you because of how odd it was. How this like in your voice, this fully formed thought jumped into your head right at the forefront and really you know moved you to action if it wasn't for kurt kind of sniffing out noticing what was going on there pushing your hand down getting you out of there it could have gone very differently um hey kurt you mind if i drop you off i want to make a stop real quick i gotta uh stop by our old friend at Greyhawks there well you don't want me to come along you can come along if you'd like i didn't know if you have any business to attend to I'm just gonna uh, I'm gonna come along because um, I feel like it. Okay, 
Yeah, I, you know what? On, on our way down, uh, I, I stop at Greyhawks to pay a, a visit to our old friend Tensor. Head down to Fishtown. He's got a uh, go outside. The shop is closed by the time you get there, but not surprising. He's got a he's got a game going on. He's uh, there's five of them um, at a table, not at the table that you had played at um, in the basement. You see them are actually up on like the the store floor. Um, what do you do? You knock on the window. You just you just uh, shoot up the window, shoot up the door, and go inside. I. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, shoot the bolt out with a gun. You've got an RP. You've got an RPG in the back of your pickup truck. Yeah, I load it up with oh. t-shirts and shoot it out like a t-shirt cannon. Uh, they thud. They thud. The t-shirts thud against uh, the window of the place, attracting Tensor's attention. Um, he gives a look at the table. Kind of says, "Hold on." So it walks over to the door, opens it up. It's awfully late to be joining the game. We didn't see you at. The GURPS game last week you said you were going to be at. Yeah, we kind of got busy there for a little bit with all the stuff going on in the city. I got, I got a, a question for you. Mind if I come inside my friend Kurt here? Well, we're kind of in the middle of something. Oh, what game are you playing? Playing Call of Cthulhu. Oh, I heard, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the 100, 100 percentile dice. No, you don't like the percentile. Too much random element, I have always said, but, yeah. you know, we've got, to, we've got time to kill. <laughs> hey. What is, it, what is it that you need, Carl? So, uh, you know, it turns out these mummers are like an evil sect of wizards slowly destroying the city. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. Go on. And uh, I think one of them, is it possible? Do you know of any wizarding stuff? Uh, is it possible to implant a thought in someone's head and make them want to do stuff? Like, they kind of tricked me into saying I want to kill someone. And now when I came into contact with this person, even though I didn't want to do it, my hand is just moving on its own, tried to draw my gun and shoot him. Yes, well... Sounds like you're under the effect of some kind of a compulsion. Did you make a, a promise or a vow or something recently, perhaps? No, but I did I did say, I kind of got bullied slash tricked into saying I will kill Marshawn Jackson, even though I didn't want to. And now mm. when I saw him, I just tried to get my gun out. It was like a buzzing in my head. You know, my buddy Kurt here had to stop me. Yeah, it sounds like you're under some kind of enchantment, probably at least a, a third-level spell. Most likely you failed your saving throw. I mean, I'm sure you were granted one, you just didn't make it. Is that, we, <laughs> that seems to be what went on here. Yeah, I just can't seem to figure anybody out here. Anything I can do to break Have this? Have you thought about putting any points into wisdom when you level up? <laughs> Is there anything I can do to break this? Do you have any debts with him or anything? I don't think you do, do you? I do not. Yeah, he was. I think he was Randy's contact initially. Um, why don't you roll your heart? Fuck me. I have a three. Now, I'm afraid I can't help you. There's still a lot of heat around you for what went on over at Penn. And now you say you're trying to kill Marshawn Jackson? No, I don't think I can help you. I've got to get back to my game. I'm trying to decide if I want to try to intimidate this nerd into helping me. Um, you know, I mean, you know him only a little bit, but uh, the reputation he has, like, he's a, a real wizard of some power. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you think this thing would just wear off on its own if I lay low for a little bit? You're lucky. Okay. You probably need to fulfill the terms of the promise. You really want it to go away. What about uh, the guy who cast it on me? What if I find him? You could ask him to lift it. Listen, I've got to go. Oh, you know, really. The players a- are probably the players are probably looking at my notes. Keo, <laughs> right, we can't be having that. Well, you have a good night there, uh, Mister Tensor. I sl- I give I slot him a uh, hundred new yen for his trouble. <laughs> um, he pulls out his little card reader. Accepts it. Thanks, ch- thanks, Chummer. <laughs> hey, you've been real wiz to us, so. 
Oh, I really fragged. I really fragged this up. Listen, if you run into any Keebs tonight, give him one for me. Oh, Keebs! <laughs> Keeb is the single best fake uh, RPG slang of all time. Yeah, it's real good. I mean, that's. I mean, Shadowrun does it up, man. A full slang glossary they got going on. Keeb, so good. The best stuff. Okay. And uh, you, you know that Tensor does run a first edition Shadowrun game. I think it was one of the games Ooh, that he had, he, had invi- he had invited you to it. It's not, nothing, nothing published after 1990. <laughs> <laughs> I find second edition, it doesn't have the complexity that I'm looking for in a rule set when I want to play something like Shadowrun. I want to feel like I'm being really bogged down by the future. <laughs> and I get that most from first edition Shadowrun. I agree. Well, have a great night, okay? Thanks for your help. He uh, locks the door up, leaves you standing out on the curb. Well, I'm going to go home and and go to sleep. Uh, You want me to drop you off anywhere, Kurt? No, I'll make my own way home. All right. Bye. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I drive home. All right, you head home. Kurt, what are you doing? I'm going to go back to my place. I'm going to go get my um, spray paint. And I'm going to repair the damage done to our city's most iconic piece of graffiti. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Are you just going to redo it as boner? You got something else planned? That's right. I'm just going to redo it as boner. All right. You've got all this graffiti that you uh, stole recently. <laughs> like a real like a real artist. Mm-hmm. Like a real writer. So... Um, you fly in there, you get in your motorcycle, what are you doing? You got all your gear, you pop home, grip that shit up. Yeah, um, let me take the subway up there. Okay. Just to give myself some time to think about what I'm going to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Take the subway to, to Erie. Um, I'm dressed all in black, got a black duffel bag <laughs> with my paint in it. Um... And I'm heading out there. I had to go walk up the steps to the subway to Broad and Erie. Yeah, you come uh, out street side, Broad and Erie. It's late. It's uh, 1.15 in the morning. It's a hot summer night. It's cooled down a little bit from the highs, the record highs of the last two, three weeks. But it's still a hot night. People are out. You know, it's not busy or whatever, but there's a little bit of a transportation center there. So there are buses, subways, so people waiting, hanging around. And there mm-hmm. you see it, man. Malbuzz forever. So, yeah, um, I head over to that building and I look for a uh, way through the fence that's around it. Yeah, it's not like it's particularly well guarded or anything like that. You skirt along the edge of it. There's just kind of uh, like that temporary fencing set up. Um, you're able to push through an opening, no problem. Find yourself around the perimeter of this thing, which I think is, I mean, it's what, like a senior living center now or something, isn't it? Is it a real it's building nothing. now? It, I, I think it's Philadelphia's largest abandoned building. Yeah, I don't think it would still say boner forever. If it yeah, was I guess it's not. Or anything. It's, it's true. Yeah, it's it's abandoned. It's uh, it's there in front of you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, now I stole spray paint, not rollers, so I won't be able to do it so authentic. But um, I'm trying to just I'm like debating the whole time I've been going over here. Like, should I use my insect powers to? claw up the wall and I mean who are you these days what kind of mark do you want to leave or is that cheating it's who you are yeah you're right it's not cheating at all um so I'm gonna um you know uh devil inside I'm gonna let it out okay um why don't you roll your spirit to keep your cool for like kind of just like the whole experience of getting up there doing the thing. I mean, there's no pressure on you here. You've changed a lot into an insect. You can certainly take a form here that you want, um, you know, without needing to roll. Do you want to roll and just like get your... Because I don't think most of the things you'll get from the insect form are going to be that useful to you in this situation. So yeah, like, I mean, you can nice. like transform, describe what you look like and how it's going to work. Like you can certainly get your flight, your climbing, whatever you want. 
Yeah, so I mostly just transformed to um to um have uh you know, the chitinous body and claws that'll allow me to scale a building with, with the ease of an insect. Okay. Um and then I'll roll spirit to keep my cool. Um sure. Um looks like I got an eight there. So you get up there, your pincers kind of bug I'll feet describe what I'm sticking. Doing. Do it. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm starting to climb up the uh, climb up the wall, and and my aim is to um, to cover over the malbuzz in black, and um, redo the uh, the letters of boner as uh, as close to the original as I can. Okay. Floor by floor. Malbuzz is squeezed. doesn't have quite the same spacing. It's a lot to cover up. But as a bug, you're able to traverse the side of this building real well. Um, you kind of glance over it, check out both sides before climbing up. And you can do it. You can definitely take your time, bring back Boner, give Philadelphians something to be proud of. We all love <laughs> Boner forever. Um, you can feel kind of like a gray cloud over the city. You know, since this went uh, away, everyone is really, their days are no longer brightened by seeing it. But um, you notice on the one side of, I guess on the north side of the building, um, some abnormally large flies buzzing around the letters. Um, I mean, you're talking the like big, maybe two, three, four feet Oh, wow. Flies, like buzzing around some of the letters. So you could do the one side, no problem. But you get it, you're get you getting some bad vibes from these other ones. And if you want to go do that side, you're going to have to do something about them. You said that's the north side? Yeah. That's where it says boner forever. The other side says forever boner. You mean forever malbuzz is what they, it says. And malbuzz forever. I mean, I came all this way. Um, and as you you start to think about covering up Forever Boner or Forever Malbuzz, you can see that the it's not even paint that it's painted. You're not sure what it is, but it has like a stink to it. Um, it almost oh, seems... It's garbage juice. It seems like it might be some <laughs> kind of like garbage juice, garbage secretion, just some kind of like filth. Damn, that's nasty. I don't like it. Um, yeah, I'm going to do something about uh, those flies. All right, you're going to take care of uh, Forever Malbuzz first, or you want to deal with the flies first? The south side? Um, or... You know, I'm going to take care of the, the one side of the building where the flies are not. Okay, and you do it quick. I mean, you're a, I mean, you're a bug. You're sticking to these walls. You've got it. You know, this is something you want to do. You've got multiple arms working, spray paint cans as you're mm-hmm. skittering your way along the top, and you cover up Malbuzz. And once again, okay. in all its glory, it reads boner. Magical. But now, <laughs> th- then you skitter across to the other side and kind of right in the middle, hanging out around the L, the B, the U. You can hear and see these large flies. And if you listen, like the noise they're making as they they fly around, their big wings batting up and down at an unfathomable rate. The stench of the letters hitting you, filling your nostrils. Damn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to get some more of my like serious demon form powers out in case these things are hostile. All right. Why don't you roll uh, your, your blood here? Yeah. Oof. So I rolled a three or actually, I guess I got a five. So that sucks. You get one, you get one. Yeah. And so you're in that that form right now. It's a bug. 
it's good sticking to the wall. The climbing isn't great, um, but you're it's enough to like stick into the walls or whatever. Um, so what do you want? I guess add on to that or take an entirely new form. And it looks like uh, you will owe your patron yet another debt. And you can take corruption if you want to take an extra power. I'm gonna take the corruption, and yeah, I'll owe, uh, I owe my man one. You know, deep, deep in the hole with that guy. Whatever. I pretty much have to do whatever he says at any time anyway. So the fuck's the difference? So you come around the, the edge of the building now and seeing these big flies and probably know what's going to happen next. You take a moment, bulk up, summon your spear, kind of strengthen every part of you so you could uh, move around. And then, yeah, you've got your, your flight going now as well. So these things are maybe 50 feet up, 60 feet up, kind of hovering around the area. You see there's some broken windows that several of them are kind of going in and out. So it's hard to get a, a really a, a number on how many there are. At any time, you see three or so, but they're kind of going in and out of the windows. You don't know if it's the same ones or what. All right, I'm going to start by just um, hitting up the bottom letter, starting my cover up and seeing what happens. Okay. You work on it, cover it up quick with your spray paint working. You cover up the letter, move up um, to the second one. Are you trying to say hidden or are you just like acting and however and seeing what goes on? The latter. Okay. You cover up the Z. You cover up the second Z. You're working on the U um, and you hear like the increasing and three of these massive flies have very quickly done an about face and are now coming at you kind of vibrating shaking in the air and they're just like torpedoes headed in your direction as their little clear wings beat rapidly you see their big uh, multifaceted eyes staring down at you they're closing in quick what are you doing Carl? Yeah, I, cho- I chose my long lance in the hopes that I'd be able to just shish kebab as many of them as once as I could. So uh, Roll your blood. That's what I'm going for. Oh, yeah, that's a max roll. <laughs> Baby. That's a, that's a 14. A 14? What does that even mean? I mean, it's just the ultimate hit. It is. It's the ultimate hit. It's so... like kicking and punching someone at the same time. <laughs> it's a limit breaker <laughs> but uh, do you want to take something from them or do terrible harm to these things uh, I want to um, could I take their power of flight or is it it means literally like disarm them or something no I mean you could take you couldn't get their power of flight but you could like probably like break their wings yeah, if I could like rob them of their ability to fly, that would be pretty uh, pretty good. Sure. So these three big flies come torpedoing at you, and you're clinging to the wall, um, even though you're kind of supported by your flight. And you pull out this big lance um, and set at the last moment, you've been, and you skewer two of these things. Um, they were flying in like a tight formation. You bang bang get two of them, um, and just bounce along the tip of the thing and get stuck on it. The third one comes through and you're able to like bat at it um, with the kind of the middle section of your lance and you snap one of its wings and it spins out um, and goes plummeting to the ground. <laughs> and then it like, like a real dud um, and then it's like fluttering on the ground like when you slap a fly uh, but not enough to kill it. So this big thing is on the ground beating um, on the concrete and it all seems uh, clear for a moment. Great. I'm going to continue my labors. The U is covered. The B. You get a little further up. Um, you get the, the L. More flies come out. Um, smaller ones, though. And you're able to kind of like batter them back pretty easily with your, your lance. So in a couple minutes, you've covered it all up. And with your spray paint, um, you have thrown a new boner up over the... Uh, the the malbus the stench of it is still there you know whatever it is that made these letters is still hidden underneath the paint but it'll fade eventually unless it's like most things in philadelphia and just continues in its gross estate for uh you know in in perpetuity but maybe this will be different maybe boner forever has something decent and redeemable about it but you feel good (laughs) looking at the job you've covered up 
Malbuzz forever, forever Malbuzz, with it returning it to its boner ways. So I've done a little restoration. Now I just want to throw my own tag up, up in the corner of the building, up at the very top. What's your tag? It's going to say Hurt instead of Kurt. <laughs> and the letters are going to be like real long. Like somewhere between a barcode and like a Philly Wicket style um, graffiti tag. Okay. Like real long letters that kind of trail off at the bottom. Is this the first time you've thrown this up? Yeah. So okay. I'm still developing it, you know. It's probably not that good yet. But, but it's visible. It's up there. You know, and there was a brief window. You think it was pretty, pretty brief. That Malbuzz Forever was up there. Um, so people were paying attention. They definitely, I'm sure, will notice that it now is back to Boner with this new tag thrown up there as well. Hurt. Who's that? New man on the scene. Who's Hurt? Uh, yeah. Good old um, hurt, hurt Coward. I kind of am concerned that, you know, my work will be for nothing if I don't go like stomp on all the fly eggs in there or whatever the fuck is going on. So, um, I remember my, I think back on my fight with the flies and try to determine, was there a particular window they were coming out of the most? Um, kind of in the middle, you know, like the six, seventh floors, they were going in and out of of those windows the most. Okay. I go, I'm going to go in there. Okay. You fly over, come through. You're in a nasty abandoned building on the seventh floor. It looks like it's been that way for a while. There's some of the discarded furniture around the place. There's some signs that people have been here sort of recently. Pizza boxes, um, shit like that. There's some nudie magazines. Um, Perfect 10. Torn around um, the place. And uh, you do see some kind of like big maggot. Uh, crawling around the place way bigger than other ones you know the normal maggots I mean these things are six inches eight inches they're big fucking nasty things moving around the area yeah I'm gonna um, stomp on them you do you squish them they splatter the stench that comes out of them is unbelievable you on the spot is a reaction vomit Um, (laughs) a big splurge of it comes out gets on your nice shoes which are already Actually, no, I guess you got your, your bug feet. So yeah. um, what does bug vomit look like? Milky well, and fast? Yeah, it's like human vomit, but thinner and, uh, yeah, milkier. You know, bugs, they mostly eat sugar. It's just sugar water. It's true. I guess bugs do eat a lot of sugar, huh? It pro- probably tastes good, right? Let's be real. It's sweet, yeah. It's a nice, it's simple, it's a nice simple syrup. It's like Schlurm in Futurama. <laughs> As you are walking around the area, stomping on these maggots or whatever, you do see like a magazine that looks a little... There's, some, there's like a pile of nudie magazines, which you glance over at. And sitting on the top of it, there is something that has like a thicker cover. It looks a little bit different than the rest of them. Uh, I pick it up and look at it. It looks like a nudie magazine, like flipping through it. Um, when you pick it up, there's like some pictures in it, guys, girls, um, and they're all like nasty settings. People are like in garbage dumps, banging against dumpsters, like all sorts of like nasty, like the whole thing is kind of like garbage, filth, gross themed. Um, and as you're flipping through it, you notice there are, it's something you, you saw previously when you were at the library that night. And you saw the Gothanomicon and the kind of the way like rituals and uh, ceremonies and things are written out. You see some of the pages are like that. There's still pictures around them and things, but there's like some drawings. It looks kind of like a a weird little manual, something like that. Huh. I take it. Okay. You've got it. I got, I got just the people to, uh, work on this this little bit of homework <laughs> um all right cool well uh i'm gonna get out of there and fly off to uh i'm gonna fly down to south philly real quick go to the escape room okay it had a midnight opening oh it's so, open right now uh yeah it's open you head over there oh. you were here just a couple hours ago and it didn't but you know two days ago it wasn't even built and this thing is is moving fast 
Um, so it is open. Um, you see Karen standing out front, kind of like vacant eyed, looking around. Hey, Karen, how are you? Oh, hey, it's nice to see you. Are you coming to the escape room tonight? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to participate in it, but, uh, I'm here for on business. Why don't you come inside? You'll. Yeah, sure. Our, um, our, uh, withered rose and, uh, princess Porphyria in there. Yeah. They're, they're working inside. Okay. I figured, um, yeah. Uh, can, can you, uh, yeah, I'll just go in and find them. Thanks, Karen. So you step into, um, it's designed to look like a row home and you, uh, go inside and you're meeting like a real thin little hallway, um, that turns, turns again. And then you're in like a little waiting room area. There's a counter there. You see wilted rows on the other side of it. Also kind of like hollow eyed, a little bit vacant looking at you. Trying to remember which one. Oh yeah. Um, okay. What do you think of the production? Ooh, oh, oh, hi, boss. Uh, he comes out is, from a, a door you you didn't even see. It it looks uh it looks pretty nice in here. Do you think that you could escape if you needed to? Oh, uh, not from you. No way. Yes. Thank you for bringing these workers here. They seem to really be enjoying what they're up to so far. Yeah, um, what what do you got them doing, boss? Well, they're working. They're taking people inside and inviting them to try to escape. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I just came to see them because, you know, uh, they demonstrated uh, that they're pretty good with magic books and stuff before, right? Um, well, they were able to summon bats, though, and make an initial point of contact with the rest of us. So there's something going on with them. Yeah, so I thought uh, maybe um, I got a weird book tonight, boss, and I thought maybe uh, they'd be able to uh, to uh, you know read a little bit, see what the deal is with it. Is it okay if I give them a little homework? Certainly. And when you Great. get a chance, why don't you look at your phone? I've had some developers creating a new app. I think you may find it interesting. Oh, did you put it on my phone already? It's on your phone already. When oh, great! A, when you get a moment, I. Don't forget to rate and review. It would be great to get five stars from you. Yeah, absolutely, boss. You know, uh, everything you do is five stars to me. So, yes. Uh, great. Um, is uh, is Princess Porphyria around? No, I, I'm sure she. we can find her. Yeah, her and I, you know, we have a good rapport, so I just wanted to talk to her, you know. So uh, he uh, he takes his leave, and uh, I think it's Wilton Rose you probably want to talk to. I thought I have it in my notes that like Rose is like she's the more ambitious one. Okay. And Porphyria okay. is the one that like has a more crush into, on okay. me and is more and more into the okay, that is who you want to talk to then. Um yeah, she she comes out. Oh, it's so nice to see you. Yeah, hey, I, uh, princess. I, I, I can't thank you enough for bringing us here. You bring, guys like your you like your new jobs? I don't ever want to leave. That's great. And is Karen what? liking it too? I don't think I'm going to leave. Great. I, don't, I don't think I need to anymore. They 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 feed you and stuff here. It's a good job. I mean, yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, listen, I have a little bit of homework for you guys. Um, you know, y'all are you, good you with don't, books. You don't, you don't mean Karen, do you? She's not. She's not going to help. Okay, whatever. You know, whatever you think. I mean, do you think we're on like the same level? Like, what me, you and Karen? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's the greeter, and you're in here handling the real business, right? Yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> but listen, got this weird book tonight. Um, now, it does look like porno. <laughs> Don't get the wrong idea. It is pornography. Uh, but I think it's also a grimoire. I was wondering if you and uh, Rose could take a look at it for me. I mean, I'll, uh, I'll look at it. Great. Yeah, I'm sure Rose, Rose is, is busy or something. I, I'll, I'll look at it. Listen, you know... You said it's porno? <laughs> there's porno in it. Okay. Yeah, there's some porno in it. Cool. Um, Do me a favor, though. You know, I know that, you know, 
You're the brains of the operation around here. I know, I know. But get Rose involved, too, because I think she's pretty smart, too. She could probably help you a little bit, right? She does. She doesn't like porn, no. She thinks porno's fucked up. Okay, fair enough. Well, don't don't make her look at it, then. No, I'm going um, to grab her by the head. I'm going to peel open her eyeballs and say, this man wants us to look at this porno. <laughs> She's, All right, and she's gonna do it. Listen, princess, that's between you and Rose. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Just um, see what you can find out about this. I think it has something to do with an entity called Malbuzz, and I think it's a grimoire. And uh, I would just love to know more about it. Okay, I'd be really. I hold her hands. I, like I hold one hand in both of my hands, and I'm like, I'd be really grateful if you okay. could tell me a little more about this book. I'll, I'll, I'll get right on it. All right, thank you. And you know, if you see anyone, just send them our way to this escape room. There's a something special waiting in the basement for them all. I bet. I bet. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna head out of here. I'll see you later. You step outside, Karen. Vacant. A bit of a an automaton. Were you able to escape? Yep, I got away. Well, everyone who escapes gets a free re-entry, and she hands you a ticket. Why don't you go go back in and try again? Yeah, maybe later. Thanks, Karen. And uh, I just head home and uh, check out my boss's app on the way. Sure. So uh, you head home, flick through that. He's got an app. It's called, uh, you see uh, a strange app on your phone that wasn't there previously. It's called um, Instagram. (laughs) Nice. And uh, you open it up, and you notice you're already you have an account. You're already following a couple people on it. You look at your own profile. There's nothing on it. it seems like you've got like a, a creeper account. But looking through Instagram, you're following. I up. had a flattering picture of myself. Okay, you do. Bug or no bug? No bug. Okay. Looking through these, you see that it's all like pick that you follow Wilted Rose. Princess Porphyria and Karen, they're all on there. And when you look at their accounts, there's only a couple pictures, but all of them, they're like doing something horrible or incriminating in the photos. So, so like real life Instagram. Kind of, but they seem maybe unaware that their photo is being taken or something. <laughs> um, you also are following Carl. Ooh. Um, and there is a single picture on there. And it's Carl, like kind of like smiling, reaching his hand like for a handshake towards Marshawn Jackson. Huh. Uh, Carl, you no longer owe a debt to this weird guy. To Tom, uh, Tom Fabe? To, to Tom Fabe. Okay. Eh. Okay. And there's a, couple, there's a couple other weird people on there as well who don't look familiar to you. But the same thing. They're all like doing something incriminating, doing something... Off color, dangerous, weird. Are there pictures of me? No. Can I can I look at my own pictures? You don't have any on there. Oh wow! You've got an account, so you could use the device, but there are no pictures of you. About that. Weird. All right. Well, um, I go onto the uh, iTunes store or whatever, or the App Store, <laughs> to a five star rating. It's got a couple five star. People are like, "This is great." I type, wow, I love it. I use it every day. Exclamation point, exclamation point. It's got a couple of one-star reviews from people who are like, I, it doesn't work. It's not loading. It needs to be up super buggy, stuff like that. Like they haven't been able to see any of the content on it. Interesting. Interesting. So you have then head back to your unnamed location where you rest your dome. Uh, Carl, you've been at home. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm it's kind of, home. It's kind of been a weird night for you. Um, when you you had told Marshawn Jackson that you were going to go talk to Father Minocchio or do whatever it is you were going to do there, um, and that's still weighing on your mind as this is strange compulsion that uh, popped into your head as well. What are you doing? Well, it's like late at night, right? Very. So, I... Um... I go into my fortified apartment. Okay. I lock the doors up, make sure it's shut down real tight. And I kind of lay in bed 
I got it. Like I don't even bother getting under the covers, taking my clothes off. I just lay on top of the sheets. You sleep in your clothes <laughs> like a true freak. And I just think about, you know, am I doing the right thing? Like, is this compromise worth it? Am I selling out my family that was killed so long ago? And uh, I try to like fitfully fall asleep and think about what I'm going to do. Uh, but I do know for sure I am going to find uh, the, that mummer that cursed me, Ricky, Rick, Rick Jablonski. Yeah, we're going to have a little talk, and that's that's I, I start planning that out in my mind. Okay, rest comes. It's not easy. <laughs> Uh, but you are able to get to sleep. A million thoughts racing through your head as you sleep with all of your clothes on, on top of your covers, like you don't even live in that house. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't make yourself comfortable. 